Welcome to Florida Matters More, the podcast for Florida Matters, WUSF public media show about the issues and events that Floridians care about. I'm Robin Sessingham, host of Florida Matters. You can hear Florida Matters Tuesday evenings at 6.30 and Sunday mornings at 7.30 on WUSF 89.7, streaming on WUSFnews.org. This week on Florida Matters, in honor of the July 4th holiday week, we are rebroadcasting our staycation show. For Florida Matters, I produced a feature story about William Dean chocolates. And for today's podcast, I'm letting you in on the tour I took through the William Dean kitchen. Is it possible to sample a little too much chocolate? We'll find out. Support for Florida Matters more comes from the National Foundation for Transplants, Right now, hundreds of Tampa residents need an organ transplant they can't afford. You can join the National Foundation for Transplants Operation Second Chance at transplants.org to learn how to help give someone a second chance at life. Ten years ago, William Brown was a veteran of the dot-com startups. He was successfully climbing the corporate ladder when he happened to watch Alton Brown on TV making chocolate truffles. William Brown, no relation, gave it a try, and chocolate making became his passion and then his business. Now William Dean Chocolates, which is tucked away in the beachside town of Bel Air Bluffs, Florida, has some of the finest in the country. I asked him to show me around his kitchen, and as you'll hear, it was hard to keep up with him. My brother, who's our CFO, he has, he's an accountant, has an accounting firm. He had told me, um, don't worry about making money, just try to make a product everybody wants. So we really focused on quality. And Hershey's is very successful the way they do it. I'd love to own Hershey's instead of William Dean Chocolates, probably financially. But my passion really is to make the very best things we can make. Well, what I'd like to do is take the sure, tour. Would that sure. be okay? Yeah, that's if fine. We do that? So we'll walk through, see what they're working on, and I'll show you kind of everything we do. Now watch your step here. It's a working kitchen, so right now there's gelato going by, there's chocolates coming out. So what's the begin what's the very first step? Well let's go over here. Of making the chocolate. We'll start from the beginning. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're it gets a little like a maze here, just a so the really the first step when they clean the molds is the first step. And then this is our spray booth. So this is where we use colored cocoa butter. We actually don't color the chocolates. We spray the molds and it's a little bit like uh, what is the stuff you used to rub on newspaper silly putty you could rub it on a newspaper and it pulls off the impression what happens here is the cocoa butter is thin very thin even though it looks really colorful there's almost no you know there's really very little there and when the chocolate is poured into the mold the chocolate starts to crystallize and harden uh, almost like an ice tray if you think about ice you know water is it hardens the outside hardens first same happens with the chocolate and when it hardens and crystallizes, it pulls the cocoa butter off the mold. And so all these mold gelato. <laughs> He's making gelato right now. Um, but um, so the first step is to paint the molds, uh, which takes a lot of time, uh, depending on the mold. So these are pretty simple. This is salted caramel, just some white dots, and then they spray two colors. Um, this one's also not that difficult. This is pina colada. Okay. It's completely edible. Doesn't taste great. I mean, cocoa butter is the fat in chocolate, mm -hmm. and it's what makes chocolate shiny and makes it snap and gives it a, you know, firmness. Um, really good chocolate like we use has a very high percentage of cocoa butter. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. Where's the chocolate? Do you get the chocolate 
beans? Do you? Do we don't. We don't get the beans. We get our chocolate shipped to us. We use a company, mostly a company from France, Valrona, which is considered one of the best in the world. And uh, I'm lucky enough they came to me a few about seven, eight years ago, and they liked the work we were doing, and asked if I wanted my own custom blend. So they do that for a handful of people in North America, like five or six. And so we. You get you get it in uh, like. Um, I'll show you. I'll take you over bars. To the box. I get it. Well, normally they're in bags. Most Valrona chocolate comes in in bags. And chips, like. Yeah, they're little. They're called fevs. They're like little round, kind of. Um, I'll show you, but they're kind of a little, not quite round, oval shape. Because usually you see Valrona sold as Valrona oh, yeah. chocolate, but you don't have to add, say this is Valrona. Oh, so no. this we is do though because it tells people. I use uh, our 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 main dark chocolates, sixty four percent dark chocolate that they've made for us, and it has the flavor that I wanted, which is kind of chocolatey and roasted. I wanted it to be something that people know is chocolate, not real nuanced, not with some strange flavors, because we use it for everything. So he's making gelato. When he makes stracciatella, which is cream with chocolate, it's gonna have that chocolate on it. When we bake, we use that chocolate. We use it for everything, so I don't want something that's really kind of out there in flavor. But then we do have probably 15 to 20 other chocolates we use from Valrona and some of them have very uh, nuanced flavors some have very distinct flavors because of the soil so if it's grown in Madagascar like Manjari is one it has a very acidic um, fruity notes and people might like it but they may not and uh, and that type of chocolate also because it's fruity it's great with our raspberry and that's why we use it when we do raspberry but coffee not so much but you're taking the chocolate and then you're playing with the flavors yeah, we, you're putting we melt the chocolate so the machines up front all hold about 50 pounds of chocolate can we show me that sure sure so so right behind katie we have a dark chocolate machine a milk chocolate and a white chocolate machine and these are really what allow us to do the work we do because these are called automatic tempering units temper you know, when you, people hear temper they think temperature and that is important so th there are temperatures here, but it's also about movement. So it's also about making sure all the crystals are getting, you know, moved correctly and melted. So right here on this side, this is the temperature that it's melting the chocolate to. When we have it ready to do shells, it's coming out at, um, well, it's set for 88.6. Again, you're gonna get a real temperature, so it's gonna be, it's right now it's 88.7. That's the temperature this dark chocolate needs so that it, crystallizes or hardens correctly. Uh, if you've ever, I don't know if you've Is this with tricky? It, that's why we have these machines. By hand, it would be tricky. By hand, you'd have to melt all this chocolate, put it on a table, move it around till it's a certain temperature, put it back into a bowl, mix it, and then keep it warm. And that's, uh, that's how they used to do it for years, but it's very hard to do a lot of production that way. We have, these are continuous tempering machines, so we can just keep adding chocolate all day long and you know the well goes down pretty far it's 50 pounds and we always have white milk and dark ready so it does allow us to do a lot of production the other thing is um, these are Italian machines they're good machines um, I wish I had German machines they're better but they cost twice as much and these are this is the machine I started with these two machines have been with me almost since the beginning so they're very dependable uh, behind us is the cooling tunnel so if you ever saw the Lucy show where she's trying to grab the chocolates. That's what that is. It's basically an air conditioner conditioner for chocolate. has a conveyor belt. Um, we use it for, like right now they're doing shells, but the real purpose is you turn this machine around. It has a nozzle that fits here, 
and then it's kind of like a little car wash for chocolate. We have squares of chocolate that go through and they get coated in dark chocolate. And then they go through the tunnel and in 14 minutes, they're ready for us to package. So the French style of chocolate is, we do both. The Belgian style, which is the molded, and the French style is, is typically called slab. So when you make the slab, we put out rulers, kind of like this, and you pour the chocolate into it. And then over a day or two, it hardens. You know, it's liquid when we pour it over the, this is white chocolate, so this takes two days maybe sometimes longer, to harden enough that we can cut it with, we have a, a cutter that uses guitar strings, and that way you get perfect squares. So if you want to try this, this is actually roasted white chocolate. Now it'll get dark chocolate on the outside. It's actually white chocolate we bake in the oven for over an hour. So you get that kind of dolce de leche flavor. It's richer than a caramel. Now the dark chocolate, we're going to coat it in dark chocolate so it has a shell on the outside, really thin of dark chocolate. And what that does is take away a little bit of the sweetness, so you get kind of a, a better balance. Uh, that's the challenge, is they can be very sweet. And That so, is so good. I love that one. That yeah. is so good. Yeah. Okay, so how much would, it, would that cost, that little Well, square? when it's finished, our chocolates are $1.75 a piece. So that would have been $1.75, that bite. would have got more chocolate. Bite. <laughs> but you really, we use real ingredients. We don't no, use... No, I mean, I feel satisfied. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you don't, don't really eat more lot. than three pieces or so. So four pieces is about equal to, calorie-wise, a Snickers. The difference is, our chocolates, because they're using cream and butter and milk and they're using real ingredients and there's not lots of sugar, they're much more satisfying. You really wouldn't eat four pieces. You'd be pretty much full before then. Or, you know, your mouth would you'd be done. And that's why the French, it works so well for the French. They do everything in moderation. We add sugar, and sugar always makes you want more. So if we added more sugar to that piece, um, your mind thinks more, more, more. So, so that was a, the white chocolate. You got a big vat white of it. Chocolate. And then oh, you, here, I'll show you over here. So and we, then you roasted it. So this is, this is a brand new one that nobody knows about. Um, so this is the white chocolate you just had. Do you want to try it? Yes. So it's, this is called Ivoire. And they consider it, it's very good. The French, the Valrhona th thinks it's the best in the world. They think that about all their chocolates. But we take that, we put it in the oven, and this is what we turn it into. So you can smell the mm. roasted flavor. I mean, there's one, two, we're almost out. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, um, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I have twenty-one, twenty-two flavors. This is how the chocolate comes to me. This is something. This is brand new, so you'll be one of a very select few that have had this. So normally when you do chocolate, they it's a cacao pod, they cut it open, it looks like a big gourd, and inside are these almost like, like big corn nuts with a white milky substance around them. And what they do is they ferment those, and that's a lot of sugars, and the sugars add a lot of flavor. They ferment for about three to five days, and then they roast them, and then they send them off, to, or, and then they dry them, and then they'll send them off to France or whoever's going to process them. And so in France, they get roasted and turned into chocolate. Well, Valrona thought, what if we added, in this case, passion fruit during the fermentation? So they pour passion fruit juice over it. So this is a 55% dark chocolate that has had passion fruit added to the fermentation process. So it's all natural. There's no fake flavor. You'll get it at the end. And it's really interesting to me because this is a solid dark chocolate. So if I make a bar with it, it'll be good for eight months. 
whereas our chocolates are good for three to four weeks. And you can still get this passion fruit flavors. And they have a banana one as well that's, that's um, a milk chocolate. The banana comes right off the bat. The difference on the passion fruit is the passion fruit comes at the end. This one, the banana pulp that they used, you get right away. But it's all natural. There's no artificial flavors. Um, so they're always doing interesting things. So I think those are going to add a really neat quality to bars. And then this is a brand new one that very few people have. <laughs> so this is another roasted chocolate. But this time, instead of regular sugar, they used a sugar called um, Muscovado. So Muscovado is a sugar from the West Indies that has a high molasses content. So this has kind of a toffee, molasses, a little bit of a flavor to it. That's, that's just now becoming available. This tastes really different. Yeah, because it's a different sugar. It's a molasses sugar. So with and white sugar... it says sugar, on here licorice and... and yeah, you can, it and does, that's because that's of the, the sugar. This is like your palate then, all these oh, different yeah. flavors For of, different flavors, so that, like the one you just tasted I used for... And what was that called? It's called uh, uh, Tanariva. Now, I like it with our cappuccino because it adds kind of that, that flavor just seems to go really well with coffee. Um, the Manjari right here, which is real, this is the one, it's probably one that, that I would say Valrona is most proud of. It's very popular. If you go to a Four Seasons or, you know, any super high-end hotel, they're going to be using this. This is a dark chocolate, again from Madagascar. It has a very intense um, fruitiness and acidity, which I don't love. But when we make raspberry, this is a great one because it kind of has the same notes as raspberry, so it uh, kind of accentuates it. Whereas if I tried to use this with uh, coffee, you know, I don't know anybody that adds raspberry to their coffee. Um, so, it's, so yeah, each one has something that I find useful for di different flavor combinations. This is different. It's a 64% dark chocolate. It's acidic and fruity. So this all comes from the soil. The flavor is, there's nothing added to it. They didn't process it differently. But the soil in Madagascar, where this plantation was, is very acidic and it gets into the beans. And uh, when they process the beans, they, they could process a lot of that out if they really wanted to by conching it. But they, they want to, you know, most good chocolate companies want the beans, the flavor of the bean to be present. So they, they conch it, you know, the French probably conscious, Valrhona probably conscious a little more than like a, some of the Swiss companies I work with. It's where they basically are grinding them for like time, over time they're going to get processed. And what happens, if you go to a real good chocolate factory, you don't smell chocolate. You, felt, you smell all this acidity because the beans are very acidic. And so when they're conching them, it's releasing a lot of that acidity into the air. I think Valrhona does conscious a little long. The longer you conch, the more you get that acidity out. And I like the way Valrona does it because I think that it's more chocolatey, more roasted. Um, it's, you know, it's subjective what you like. Some people love that acidity. I don't like it as much as a really smooth flavor. So this is another new one they've done. This is a milk chocolate, but instead of regular sugar, they use powdered caramel. I don't know if I can. I know, you're going to be overloaded. I, I, yeah, this I'm going to call good, Uncle in a minute. But it's sweet. This is great with caramels. So what, what did they put in this caramel to make it? All it is is powdered. So usually usually ch milk chocolate is cacao ma cocoa mass, which is just the, the ground bean, basically, cocoa butter, and then milk fat, and then sugar. 
So what they did is their sugar is caramel, caramelized sugar that's powdered. So you're getting kind of a, a powdered caramel. So, so it's that, real caramel. They didn't put oh caramel no. flavoring. No, no, it's sugar that's been caramelized. And then, so they're using that and that gives it that kind of sweet flavor to it. But it's, it's incredible. And so what I do is because I like this one and I like this one. You're pointing milk, at the caramel ones. The yeah. caramel, the Tanariva, mm -hmm. and then Javar is a, Javar is just a basic milk chocolate. Okay. I actually mix these three for our, our milk chocolate. Because I like elements of this, I like elements of this, but I think on their own they're too much. And then I bring in a real strong milk chocolate. So these three mixed are, are the milk chocolate we sell in the store. That's William Brown, owner and chief chocolate officer of William Dean Chocolates. And thank you for joining us. Listen to Florida Matters on the radio Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m., Sunday mornings at 7.30 on WUSF 89.7, streaming at WUSFnews.org. I'm Robin Sussingham. Come back next week for another episode of Florida Matters More. And subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher.